live from Delaware, it's Hoagies and Pierogies with your hosts, Ian DiCarlo. We're getting a little double down. Chocolate rain. And RJ Hammond. I just want some more hot tea in my life. Let's just say he was a good lover. RJ. Hello. 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 Episode 72. 70 dose, baby. <laughs> uh, what is it? Cien? Uh, I don't know what 72 uh, see, is in yeah. Spanish. But I, uh, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. It's, it's going to be a surprise to uh, our Instagram followers because I have not been keeping up with clips. <laughs> <laughs> the last one I posted was from '69. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. So I need to uh, need to get on that. But yeah, we're like getting back into the swing of things. This kind of yeah, seems we, normal. We just had some. We just had some times where the schedule got off, and it just kind of pushed everything back. Yeah, it did. It really did. But uh, it's been chugging along. Things have been pretty, uh, moving pretty well. We've had sports like every day the past week. Yep. We had sports again today. Uh, we're in the middle of like 56 straight days of, uh, football, like being on. Um, and we got hockey's going now. Basketball's coming up. College basketball's coming up. Like, once we get towards this late October into November, that's when things really start to ramp up. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's big time. Big, oh big yeah, sports time like that week is just great. And uh, game on Black Friday this year too. Yep, <clears throat> yep. That's, that's pretty crazy. That's gonna be they're awesome. Gonna have they just have a game? They're just gonna end up having a game on every day of the week at some point. Dude, that's totally fine. <coughs> I mean, it happened kind of uh, what two? Was that two years ago? Well, yeah, with COVID, and they yeah. had to kind of move around. That's a little different, though. Like, they'll have scheduled games on, like, a Tuesday. I already see it coming. It's going to happen. <laughs> no one's stopping them. Roger Hell, that... Goodell just got re-signed for three more years. Yeah, I saw that. He's, what, 64 now. Yeah. He'll be 67 by the time this is up. And the previous, uh, what, do you, what are you calling, commissioners, <laughs> Retired mm-hmm. at what? Tagley B retired at sixty five, and the other guy retired at like sixty three before him. So, what if Rogers just a guy that's just like he's like Bill? He's just like I'm just gonna keep going, <laughs> just never let go. Uh, we yeah, we'll get into that too, <laughs> but uh, I just hope that they stay away from uh, games on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, at least until October's over. Yeah, because yeah. baby, we still have playoff baseball to talk about. Yes, we do. Yes, <laughs> we do. The uh, the Phillies moved on from the divisional round last week, and they pretty convincingly beat the Braves. The Braves didn't really show up. <laughs> the Braves, man, they just—I don't know why people do that. It's like, like, like I kind of said when people kept like saying these things when they are playing against Dion in Colorado, like. They're just making a story out of nothing. Like these teams just keep making stories that they there was really no story other than like there, and they just keep saying things about the bank or about the team. And it's like, all right, well, you're about to get fucked now. 
Like it's like, oh god uh, damn it, Orlando Arcia. They, I mean, Philly fans made that guy lose his mind in the dugout. I don't know if you saw that video of him yelling back at the fans and uh, Acuna being like, "Dude, turn around, turn around." Um, <laughs> who speaking of just was nowhere to be seen during that whole and entire then, rant, like playoff. Right. It wasn't there something. Uh, <clears throat> That was like that got recorded in the locker room or something that Arcia said. He said, and... "Attaboy, Harper." That's what he said, and that's when Harper <laughs> just went off. And yeah, he stared him down, uh, rounding uh, second base both times. If that's what it took for Harper to go off like he's been going off, then by all means. Did you uh, listen to his interview on Pat McAfee at all? No, I did not. You need to listen to that because, like, it is, like, his mentality about baseball and playoff baseball and everything is, like, everything you want in a superstar. He's, like, you know, I, I had such high expectations growing up. Like, that was the challenging part. Like, that was the part. Like, that was the pressure. Now, like, this part is all fun. Like, this part, the adrenaline, the emotion, like, the, the playoffs, like, this is what I live for now. And, like, you got he says it so much more eloquently, but, like, I was like, God damn, like, thank God we have him here. Right. I, uh, a poll is going around uh, Twitter right <laughs> now amongst the baseball nerds. Whose career would you rather have, Bryce Harper's or Mike Trout's? <laughs> People have said Bryce Harper is living out the career Mike Trout, like, wanted or, like, dreamed of. But, right. He, like, not for his home city, and which sucks. Especially All right. the way it's going now. Like, so would you rather have the one of the best, not the best though, statistical careers of all time and have no rings, hands down Hall of Famer easily, no matter what, or be Bryce Harper, have fun, blast some homers in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's have a good chance to win a ring this year. Yes. Like it's, and it's probably exactly, will end up in the Hall of Fame too. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have that. <laughs> I mean, I'd absolutely rather have that. Oh, like <laughs> oh, I hit two eighty sure. instead of three twenty for a career average. Boo hoo. <laughs> he nope. He does. That's not. He doesn't care. He cares about mashing taters on the biggest stage and, and winning important games. <laughs> himping homers. Oh my god. <clears throat> I mean, they're like up and down the lineup. They've like, there are a couple weak spots in there still. Like Bohm kind of finally came out of his slump there last night. Um, uh, but like Brohas, he's kind of like an automatic out. Um, who else? Who's the other guy? Oh, I forget. But Bryson like, Stott slowly... hasn't been doing so hot. Yeah. He had that key double last night. Like he showed up in certain moments. Um, I'm trying to think of who the other one. Oh, Brandon Marsh is hit or miss. Like, there's still some holes, but, like, everyone has slowly been rounding into form more and more as you go along. And it's like, that's exactly what you want. And Aaron Nola, I mean, give him all the money. Give him all the money in the world. He's been an absolute stud in the playoffs for us. Tearing it up, dude. <clears throat> Tearing it up. And, like, so... he doesn't, like, fall apart. Like, Wheeler, Wheeler pitches, like an absolute ace for five innings and then starts to get a little shaky in the sixth. And if you have him out there in the seventh, it's it like you've seen what happens when he gets a little bit later in there. He does get kind of shelled, but Aaron Nola, like 
I would trust him to go a complete game if we needed him to at this point. Like, he just, he loves being here. He said he wants to stay here. And I I just love a guy like that. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. So, in that game against the Braves, Harper and Castellanos hit two home runs. (sighs) Crazy. (laughs) They won 10-2 in that game the last time we recorded. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Castellanos goes and turns around and hits another two home runs to shut close out the Braves. What a dude! Castellanos is just in—he shows up at the right moments all the time. He—he's the swaggiest man in the world. Like he's just—he's just got like five five buttons undone. He just sits there. He pimps it, and then you get the shot of his son Liam and the crowd freaking out. After the second home run. <laughs> and I, every time I see him, I'm like, Leo! I'm just yelling at the TV. He's... What did I uh, What did I say to you that he said? Oh. <laughs> Castellanos is like, uh, after after the game, he was the person asking him questions was like, so you just hit two home runs. You were the first player to hit two home runs in back-to-back games in the playoffs. Ever in your team one and Castiano said, "Where's the question in that?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that interview after was very funny. That was so good, and then immediately, just game one against the Diamondbacks, a three zero lead right off the bat, thanks to Harper. <laughs> Yeah. Harper had a home run. Well, Schwarber, first off, had a home run, too. First pitch. He's, he's been getting first in on the fun. Yeah. Harper had a home run. The, Castellanos the had home another run. home run. The home run was crazy for Harper because the, the Schwarber one was first pitch, and I was like, holy shit. But, like, that's just something Schwarber does. Like, I think he has – there's some stat that he's behind him hitting, like, first pitch homers. And then Bryce came up, and I was like – also watching the football game and I saw a home run and I thought it was a replay and I was like, yeah, Bryce, he's just been great. And then I'm like, oh shit, that says Arizona. I was like, no fucking way. He did it too. Yeah. (laughs) It has been going all, it has been all things Philly. And poor Zach Gallen, man. A guy who like (laughs) grew up around Philly and had to like pitch against that crowd and that team. I was like, that's gotta suck. I mean, he might not think of it that way. Like, he might just be... He's hes a pro. He probably right. doesn't think of it that way. But, like, I would definitely be like, damn, I wish I was... I really wish I was on the other side of this. And then the... Uh, <laughs> that that first game, I mean, it got a little hairy at the end. Five, yeah, they won 5-3. to three. It did. But uh, Kimbrell came in, shut him down, got that double play to end the game. That was nice. The bullpen management has been really good. Like I, it's one of the things that I've noticed the most as someone who doesn't watch as much baseball as someone like you does, where I'm like, all right, I, I'm questioning what he's doing sometimes. I'm like, oh, why are we bringing this guy in now? And then the guy might get himself in a bit of a jam, but then he gets himself out. And I'm like, right. All right. He just trusts his guys and he's just putting them out there. Well, I think that's the thing they were missing against Houston last year was yeah. their bullpen kind of imploded and, or, yeah. and their starters kind of imploded too, for the most part. And yeah, we didn't have, like... Well, it was, like, blow out one way, blow out the other way, blow out one way, blow out yeah. the other way. We have a more depth at pitcher just all around. Like, 
we haven't even had to really tap into a fourth or fifth starter who we still have like right tyone walker uh we still have who's the other kid uh pashy um christian pache he's uh, he's, uh center he's, fielder no no um who's the rookie <laughs> oh uh, uh um, christian sanchez Oh, okay. Like I was thinking of uh, Orion uh, Kierkring. Oh, Kirk, Kierkring. Yeah, he's been coming in with like middle relief sometimes. Um, but yeah, it was Sanchez. He's been really good. Like, I get the feeling that people trust him too. So that's what we oh, have shit. against the Dodgers right? or against the Diamondbacks now. Yeah. Well, Kierkring came in. He closed out the game. One hit, three Ks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think Stubbs was catching too. They put uh, they uh, took out JT, and they had Stubbs back there catching. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they did. They <laughs> they took out Schwarber and Turner. They were like, yeah, guys, have the rest of yeah. the night off. <laughs> Schwarber got in on the double home run fun too. Oh it's yeah, just every game, just home run, home run, home run. And that's one thing that it, that I I fucking listening. ten. 10 nothing last night. I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? They they got some runs in there with some small ball too, which I was happy to see because like pretty much all our runs have been like solo shots, basically. Right. We've been crushing solo shots. Um, but we've been leaving some players left on base and I was happy to see like, all right, we can hit a couple like singles to the outfield to get a couple runners in. Yeah, this was just... A clinic. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, how did the Dodgers do so bad against the Diamondbacks? I don't understand. <laughs> I just... And maybe this sounds arrogant, but, like, every team we've come up against, it's like they've, they're they they're hot. They're a really good team. Like, the, the Braves are the best team, best offense. Like, what can we do against them? I'm not saying we're an underdog. No one's, like, really counted us out after last year. But it's right. like... No matter what we've had to face, we've had some type of answer so far. And like while the Rangers are rolling on the other side, I have confidence going in if we face them. And even the Astros, that like everyone is playing great. Alec Alex Bohm, forget about the batting, he's need to fix that. He he's playing like a gold glove third baseman. He's had some fucking snags and some incredible plays over there. Yeah. And, after last year, when he had that day where he said, I fucking hate it here, like the turnaround <laughs> he's had has been incredible. That will be, that will go down as one of the great moments in Philly sports. But you kind of got into it there a little bit the Rangers and the Astros, the battle for Texas for the ALCS. Ooh, it's been, it's been much less of a battle, more like a spanking. <laughs> yeah, much like how the Phillies are putting the hurting on the Diamondbacks, the Rangers have been putting a hurting on the Astros. The whole um, playoffs has kind of been like boring overall. Like there, like there was that one Braves game where the Phillies came, or where the Braves came back from the Phillies. But other than that, they've all been like, all right, you know, chalk it up. Maybe someone wins a game here, but it's just keep it moving. Right. Um. They won the first game. The Rangers did two to nothing on a great catch from Evan Carter. Evan Carter is. An incredible rookie. I think he still maintains rookie status going into next season. So he could win rookie of the year next year. (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) Uh, Dude, he's so good. He had, 
102 plate appearances in the regular season. He only had uh, – and he got on base 43 times, 43 out of the 102 times. That's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Josh Jung on the in third base, their other rookie right now, also an incredible defender to compare to Baum, you, you were just saying. Yeah. Um, every single play, diving, throw, diving, throw. <laughs> Jung is so fucking good. Yeah, the, the Rangers rookies are looking sensational. So damn good. And Houston can't figure out the Rangers pitching other than Alvarez, Jordan Alvarez, who is just a monster of a human being. He's been, yeah. I, I've been watching, I haven't watched much of the games, but I've seen uh, his his home runs pop up like all the time. And I'm like, okay, this guy's just, but the rest of their bats have not woken up yet. And it's it's not looking great, especially losing two at home, like to start. That's, that's yeah, tough. That's tough to At come home. back from. And you have fucking they lost. The road. They lost five to four in game two, so not that bad. We'll see what they do tonight. Mm-hmm. At the at the Rangers' new stadium, and so. like, isn't Fram- Frambler uh, Frambler Valdez? He's been like cold. Frambler Valdez. He has been pretty uh, pretty cold in the playoffs. He's usually lights out in the playoffs he the he's one of their guy guarantees that, pitched, uh, that was part of the combined no hitter against us in the world series uh that may that have, have been or... christian javier yes it was javier fuck that guy <laughs> need to try to remember but, uh, who i was angry at <laughs> valdez is their lefty that has a really good curveball i mean if anyone it's can exciting do it, the astros if anyone yeah can do it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so by this time next week we'll see what the World Series matchup is. Probably yes, we will. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. Into college football. Dude, a couple blown leads to start the week. WVU versus Houston and Colorado versus Stanford. I I was I was not gonna talk about them, but <laughs> well, here we the are. W, the WVU Houston. I was just watching the Thursday night football game, which now I don't even remember what it is. And I just had that game on my phone while I was sitting there watching. And I was just like watching this and I'm like looking down. And then like, I look down again. I'm like, wait, some shit's happening over here. And then I see West Virginia score. And I'm like, holy fuck. I just covered. And then Houston. (laughs) I, I, I was just like, I can't believe that. I was like, no one deserved to win if they bet on that game. And my God, that was incredible, and the I, it made me forget about the Thursday night football game, whatever it was. So yeah, West Virginia. What did they do? They went down. They they threw the touchdown on fourth down, mm-hmm. and then what happened? Uh, they had Houston. Houston, Houston got the ball back with like they West Virginia kicked the ball off. They didn't squib it, so they had like a decent return. They got the ball back with like 12 seconds or something. Yeah, I was going to say like 12 or 13 seconds. Yeah, they had a chance to take a shot. They took the shot, and fucking Houston caught it and won the game in just incredible fashion. Yeah, there was like 21 seconds left to go on fourth down, I think, and West Virginia scored that touchdown. Yeah. And the stadium obviously erupted. But guess who the fucking head coach is for Houston? Yeah, Dan Holgerson. I, I didn't Not, realize. Yeah. yeah. 
Holgorson. Holgorson. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to put it that way. Holgorson. Uh, yeah, and Houston is like one of the worst Big 12 teams, too. And West Virginia actually was having a pretty damn good season so far, except for like the loss to Penn State. That's the only game they lost. And they just yeah. lost to Houston, who just sucks. They're just not good. <laughs> They're really not a good team. <laughs> they no, they they aren't. <laughs> they yeah, that was a bit of a kick in the ass. That yep, that fucking bald headed fuck, except for on the sides, came in and beat him. <laughs> that was disappointing. Yeah. Well, from one bald headed fuck to another bald headed fuck, Deion Sanders. <laughs> Colorado, what what are you, what are you doing? What are you... They they just don't have a defense, man. 99.8% chance to win in the third quarter. I fell asleep. I didn't even I wasn't even up for this. It was crazy. I I watched I watched it back like the condensed game and the highlights and stuff and this this was this receiver from Stanford. I forget his name. He had he just single-handedly Ooh, put the team on his back and was like, "Yeah." yeah I'm, and he just caught the ball on Travis Hunter's head. And it was just such a bad visible visual all around for Colorado. Like their their defense is so bad. Like we'll talk about USC's defense later, but Colorado's defense was oh my god, real. Re- it's really bad. And Shadur, you can't even blame Shadur. Shadur balled out. I mean, they scored so many fucking points, and they had to right. go to overtime. But the fact that it even got to that is a shame. Bad. No points in the third quarter. They only scored one touchdown in the fourth quarter. To put them ahead, actually, they they pulled ahead in the fourth quarter, but then obviously Stanford scored again and tied it tied it up. Crazy. So, yeah, Shadur had 400 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. So it, it, it's not on him. <laughs> they're they're, you know, I said they were gonna win. I, I said they were gonna make a bowl game. Looking forward at their schedule right now and their record, it might it might. They might not make a bowl game. It's a possibility I, I that don't. they might not make a bowl game because Arizona What's... and Arizona State look a lot better than they than everyone thought they probably are going to look. Yeah. I'll, What's the requirement? I'll pull up their schedule six games. You can't lose more than six. You have to win six games. Oh, you have to win six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which let me see if I can find their schedule. You know what? <sighs> I think they might do it. Here, I have it up right here. Like UCLA Ooh, this week. Wait, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's quite the they gauntlet to, to finish it need, out. They need to win two games in there somehow. UCLA, Oregon State, Arizona, Washington State, Utah, all in that order, all in a row. <laughs> no like no your, off weeks. <laughs> your best bets are maybe this week at UCLA because of Dante Moore, who's a freshman, like a true freshman, and Arizona. But both of those are not easy because Arizona's – pretty damn good like they're they know they're not gonna end up with a lot of wins in the pac-12 but they they put up fights against everyone i mean they blew washington state out who i was blowing cam ward earlier this year dude why yeah washington state shit the bed they they've been shitting the bed the past two weeks if the pac-12 does this bullshit where they eat themselves alive and are out of the playoff, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind, and I'm going to be happy. <laughs> I'm going to be happy that they're just destroying the conference because it is just absolutely despicable. 
that this it's the it's so good. It's the best it's been in years. And if they fuck it up or they don't get one in, it's insane. That would be insane. And I could see it happening. Let's just stick with the Pac-12. Uh, let's let's go over USC first because you already mentioned USC. I don't think Caleb Williams is the one. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's that was that. that was bad. It was a bad performance. Three interceptions in the first quarter against Notre Dame. That might be probably the best defense he's ever seen Drake, in his college May, career. Drake May. Drake, May. <laughs> and you you see it happen in the NFL where some of these elite quarterbacks just get flustered by a very good defense. And that USC team is soft. That front line's soft. He had no goddamn time. And honestly, the, the defense wasn't as much the problem. I mean, they sure didn't stop him at all. Like, they weren't stonewalling him. But USC's offense kind of shit the bed there. And I don't completely blame Caleb Williams, but he definitely had probably the worst game of his college career. And I think... That he's out of the question for the Heisman now. Like he's out. Yeah, uh, that he's was bad. Not going to do it again. One hundred ninety-nine yards and one touchdown in that game. Yeah. God. And, and Notre and Dame. Them, I have uh, to confess something. I have to confess something because I, I might not have been banging on the table, but I think I said at the start of this season. Man, I cannot wait to bet Notre Dame against USC later this year because they are going to crush them. And I, I'm pretty it. sure you did say that. I said it every week, every week, in and out. <laughs> and it got to game week, and we had that little discussion about what if Caleb Williams just goes out there and is like, "I'm him," and I got in my head, and I fucking bet USC money line. And I couldn't be more mad at myself because if I had just bet Notre Dame, I could have full-on come in here and been beating my chest and saying, I knew it, I knew it, I've been saying it, and now I have to be like, I'm a dumb fuck and talk myself out of it. (laughs) I don't think they were that big of underdogs, but they were still underdogs, I think. Yeah, they were like three-point dogs. It was like plus 115 for the money line, but... (sighs) I just, I can't believe I let them do that. I knew they were soft. I knew they were baby shit soft. And well, I, they've, like I said, like I said last week, another prediction about USC. I was like, it feels like they're building up to a loss. And I was like, this is the first like real team USC has played. They really I have even, not played anyone else. I think I, I, even I, said- I remember saying this last week. Yeah, and I said last week or even the week before, I said, don't be surprised if you look up at the end of the season and USC has two to three losses. And Notre Dame was definitely one of the ones I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. Like, what? This might start the domino effect a little bit. I'm going to be chasing Notre Dame and USC the whole rest of the season, trying to get on the right (laughs) side of them again. That's hilarious. Yeah, forty-eight to twenty. That's just did you USC or I mean uh, Notre Dame had? Did they have two kickoff returns or just the one? Uh, I don't remember. I thought it was. I thought it was two for some reason. It may have been a different game, but uh, yeah, God, that <laughs> USC. I kind of tuned out of that game. The frauds really. are done. Yeah, yeah. Fuck done. that. Let's get to the real Pac-12 game that mattered. The game of the week. 
Yes, uh, by Oregon far. at Washington. By the, far the, the game of the week. Best game of the year. Best game of the year by far. I I agree. I agree that it's game of the year. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say that, but I don't know if I didn't know if I was going to say it because I didn't know if you would think that I was crazy. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It was absolutely the game of the year. You you nail it on that. It was an incredible football game where you did like it was a high scoring affair, but you still got to see like it wasn't just like paper defenses like there's some defensive stops there's some key defensive plays and it it came down to a three-point game that could have been a tie game if dan lanning had just kicked a field goal before the end of the half Mm -hmm. after the after the first half i was like damn whoever's gonna have the ball last is gonna win and oh man it was and i hope this is what this is what i was talking about with the pac-12 if they if they screw themselves somewhere here, I'm gonna lose my mind because this is the game that we should get in the Pac-12 championship again. Both these teams, they need to win out, they need to play again, and it is a pretty much a win or go home game. Uh, I think, depending on how the rest Whoa. falls, like turns out, it could be. It, I mean, the the playoffs right now look very interesting with the possibilities in hand, and I've said this. It'll probably figure itself out, mm-hmm. but they should be up there. And I mean, like if Washington wins again, obviously they're in Oregon's out. If Oregon wins, then you got an interesting thing. And I think they both deserve to be in that. Like they're both very good. Yeah. Um, Washington did jump uh, Oklahoma and Penn State, which I thought whoever would be the winner of that game would do. Yeah. So yeah. that... I don't know if that's good or bad for Penn State. It honestly just depends on what happens this it weekend. Matter. Nothing matters <laughs> yeah, until it, the three games. Right. Um, but, my God, I I do have a bad feeling that Washington might lose because Penix was hurting so bad at the end of the game. If they went into overtime, I feel like Oregon would have won just because Penix was – you could see him – grimacing really bad they both played really damn good and i'm i don't know who you could really give your tip your cap to as far as who played better because Penix may have looked shaky sometimes and was a little hurt but he was getting pressured a hell of a lot more than bo nix was but that bo nix also had moments where he was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do something for my team whether it was like taking off of the ball and getting a first down mm-hmm. or just making an incredible throw that was like holy fuck this is not the Bo Nix that I remember from Auburn. Right. Uh, did you see that uh, that two-point conversion that Washington made? Yeah. I, I could I, not believe that worked. That was like some Colts bullshit. Oh, where, where, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Oh, yeah. I was like, you got to be got fucking kidding me right here. Right when he threw it, I was like, oh, that's that's an interception. But somehow he yeah. held on to it and made his way in right behind the group of receivers in front of him. But I uh, believe that. <laughs> that was great. Uh, Oregon went for Oregon went for it on fourth and goal instead of kicking the field goal at halftime. So, and you maybe know what? that comes back to bite them in the butt. But who knows if it would have been played out the same way if it was? Yeah, exactly. Like if say he converts those fourth yeah. down, like there were two key fourth downs that he went for that they ended up not getting. That, like, now you're looking at it as, oh, my God, what a horrible decision. But say he makes both of those, 
then you're like he's a genius for being aggressive and he said it in uh, I think either his halftime interview or post game where he said, you know, we're an aggressive team, we play aggressive, and we're going to always remain consistently aggressive, which I liked. Like, I, it made me even like the decisions more, even though it ended up in a loss. But, like, if I was an Oregon fan, I feel like I'd be like, all right, well, like, he's being consistent. Like, he's, he's being consistent, we're going to be aggressive, and hey, we still have a hell of a chance to get back there and still put ourselves in the playoffs later. Maybe if he would have uh, kicked the field goals instead of went for it, his kicker would have had more practice. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fair argument as well, too. Like, so, I'm kind of I, joking, yeah. but hey. He... <laughs> you know, if you're going to blame anyone in that game, yeah, I mean, he's the one who missed it. You hate to just put it all on the kicker because, God, they get it a lot. but mm-hmm. And it's college kickers. But Bo, Bo led them right down the field, put them right in position. Sure, maybe they could have gotten him a little bit closer, but you're you're at forty right. yards, man. You're you, you got to be able to hit that. That was a great game, but I was just so I couldn't enjoy it because I was so mad. I needed Washington minus three and a half. So fucking mad when Oregon started coming back. I was like, are you "Fucking kidding me!" I was- but it didn't even matter because Louisville blew it. I had Louisville minus seven and a half, and they just got crushed by Pitt. Yeah, I didn't have. I I forgot to text you and be like, "Oh, that's just the biggest sucker line." I hope I hope you can change that because I looked at that and I was like Louisville, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." Ah, uh, no, no, they're gonna get fucking boat raced by Pittsburgh. They just beat Notre Dame. <laughs> this is just it's just one of those college football spots that I've come to like learn it's like louisville's gonna get boat raced and man did they get embarrassed that was was, bad like it's it just happens with these teams who and some of them proved you wrong like tcu last year but sometimes you get those teams like that they pop up you're like oh fuck louisville maybe we gotta take them seriously they they beat the shit out of notre dame (laughs) and then they go and play a one in five or one in four pit and just get dusted Hits so bad. They're very so bad. bad. They're horrible. It sucks. <laughs> but you said, I think you said last week, Washington is like the TCU this year. They, I don't even think they are anymore. because That was like a like Max Duggan by. performance from Michael Penix. Well, it really that, was. That part, yeah. But like TCU last year, there were so many spots where like quarterbacks got hurt and they like like the West Virginia game last year, I think, where they like barely kicked the field goal in time and shit like that. Like Washington is just a fucking good ass team. Mm-hmm. Like they deserve to be in the playoff. And I think I hope in some way we can get Oregon and Washington in there somehow. And somehow Penn State. But <laughs> I don't like it's just gonna be crazy. Yeah. Well, Penn State looked pretty fucking good in the final tune up, although I know it was Massachusetts sixty three to nothing in the rain for the first half of the game. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did their job. They did what they needed to do. They didn't like slip up and have a tough first half or something like that. Uh, we're going to the shoe. It's it'll be interesting. I'm not working, thank God, because if I was working during this, I would I would die. Um, yeah, twelve o'clock. It's oh man, I'm gonna get rowdy. It's interesting. It's so interesting. I don't know what to think. I don't. I, I'm just gonna have to wait and see because. I think it's truly going to come down to 
who's going to step up, Kyle McCord or um, Drew Aller? Because I both think we both have good defenses. I think Penn State has a slight uh, edge on defense, but Ohio State's defense is definitely better than it has been. Right. And it's just going to well, come Penn down State's to those... defense is the best in the country, like literally. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Can we shut down Marvin Harrison? If we take out Marvin Harrison, what can CJ or what can not CJ Stroud? Um, Kyle McCord do. Like, yeah. I, I'm so excited. It's going to be a fun game. <laughs> I, uh, right now. I love these games. I love these right games. Right now. I know. It is it is Wednesday the eighteenth. Penn State is a four and a half point underdog. That that's fair. I, four that's and a half. Po- right. I figured I figured it would be like two and a half or maybe three and a half, but four and I a half is a little. I would have thought three, and I think you just get that line to four and a half. Oh. We would like to remind you that this is a smoke-friendly flight. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying any nearby smoke detectors is not only encouraged, but expected. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Can you hear me? (laughs) Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, So the fire alarm went off and... It wasn't just ours, it was for the whole building. <laughs> so all I could think was, God damn, Reagan's going to want me to get the cats. So I just, that's all I went and did. Get the cats! And then, and then we went and sat in the car. And it turns out we could have been helpful citizens to our community and found a perpetrator. But our fucking ring camera isn't charged. So we weren't able oh, to someone, capture that person. Someone, someone pulled the fire alarm? Someone pulled the fire alarm. God damn it. And now this? I'm even more mad because you know what? They fucking interrupted this shit. Oh. We were right in the middle of Penn State. <laughs> Moving on. Next next game. Uh, <laughs> the last. I said what I need to say about Penn State. Well, maybe not the last, but the last one that I really know anything about or have any skin in the game in is fucking uh, Miami losing to UNC. UNC. UNC actually looked. They started out pretty slow. Miami looked pretty good, but then North Carolina just started picking it up. Drake May, dark, 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 dark. He was he was throwing that ball all over the place, man. And that defense looks a lot better than it did in the past. Like they they were a team that had a good offense, really bad defense. Defense looks like it might have turned it around a little bit. They kind of shut down Tyler Van Dyke. They got some garbage time touchdown, but mm-hmm. like that they dominated that game. Absolutely dominated it. Actually, Drake May wasn't like dart 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 dart. He was seventeen for thirty three, two seventy three, and four touchdowns. No one. They ran the ball well. They ran the ball very well too. I mean, I mean, they just played a good, uh, damn good game all around. And I wouldn't be surprised. Again, ACC kind of some of those teams stumble every so often too. But right now, you can look forward and see possibly an undefeated Florida State against an undefeated uh, undefeated UNC and the ACC championship game because they do not play each other the rest of the season, which would be crazy. Shit. 
That Switch would be it great. to the 12-team playoff this year. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. Um, any other college games you wanted to go over? You have you uh, had some, a little bit of stuff here, but I think we nah, went over most matter. of it. They don't matter. Nah. Gotcha. <laughs> there are teams that we thought mattered, but not really. Not really. Another team that I thought was going to matter in the NFL, but not really. The Patriots. Top three pick is coming closer to reality. You guys are like sixth right now somehow, aren't you? I know. Yeah, I just saw that today. <laughs> sixth. Sixth out one in five. Because the Bears have the Panthers pick and the Bears and the Panthers are both so bad. Uh, and then the Broncos and then the fucking someone else too. I, I don't even... The Giants, probably. Yeah, uh, maybe. I I don't know, but Parker drops the deep ball to that would have put him in midfield with like a minute left. But instead, it he just drops it, just straight up drops it. Then a Dropped false start it. puts him halfway to the goal line, and then the next play, fucking Viridian Lowe decides to just not block Max Crosby. At all. <laughs> and he sacks Mac Jones in the end zone. Safety. 17 uh, to 21. My boss actually won uh, like $500 off of that because oh. they were part of his parlay. And I think he had the Raiders minus three and a half. Or like he had the Raiders by like three points, I think. Yeah. They won by four with that safety. <laughs> nice. What a way to cash with the safety. So you Seriously. have no hope, and all of a sudden you have all the hope in the world. He told me that, and I was like, "Holy <sighs> shit!" Well, I mean, at least it, you know, brought someone some happiness. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not you. Just pitiful. One and five, absolutely <sighs> pitiful. Yeah. Well, the Eagles finally much... lost too. We're on the same page now, huh? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. Cheers to that. <laughs> you know, as much fun as watching the Phillies has been, the the Eagles game was frustrating this week. Um, not even as an excuse because, I mean, Garrett Wilson said it too. The turf was horrible. Like, it was such a shitty game. It could have been that. a much – I think like it, it could have been like a much better game overall, but it was just real shitty all around. Um, turf was horrible. That Jets defense is, is real. I mean, they've – Oh, they've, just – They brought, brought it four the different, whole game. They've they brought like four uh, like superstar quarterbacks – like a whole notch down. Like they they brought Patrick Mahomes down to like their level. Uh, Josh Allen didn't have a good game against them. Um, Jalen Hurts didn't have a good game against them. And then who else did they play that they? Uh, someone else who was considered really good who just did not have a good game against them. But like Mark their defense. Is, mm, no, not quite. <laughs> oh, maybe I think Russell Wilson another game, but he's not elite. So like three of the top five quarterbacks, I'd say they've. They've given fucking fits. And losing they have. Johnson certainly didn't help. Um, no, yeah, yeah, I mean, that 14 points in the first quarter was all that was scored. Yeah, I would rather lose that game before Miami than win that game. Like, the way it was played, like, not not win that game by a blowout. Like, win that game ugly. Because then it's not a full wake-up call. Like, now it's a full wake-up call. Like, hey, like, Lane is good. Lane should be able to play this Sunday. Like the offense isn't something's not right with the offense. The defense did the defense played pretty damn well. Like they right. let up some plays to Garrett Wilson, but that's going to happen with a depleted secondary. 
Like we're missing Slay, Maddox is out all year. Like we're missing a whole bunch, but yeah, I, I'd rather go into the Dolphins game after a loss like that at home Sunday night with the Kelly Green than after just stumbling through the Jets. So I'm I'm okay with it. You had to lose. Like that it had that aura today of teams were just gonna. It was gonna be a weird day. Like the Bills had a weird day later. They almost lost to the Giants. In in a different way than USC, you could feel this loss building up. Yeah, it was. They they have been playing a little bit, a little bit sloppily, and if if they can't throw it downfield that well, it's it's tough. Well, You're gonna have a tough time. It wasn't even that. Like they, I mean, they shut the run down pretty much. Like, and that's a big part of our game. Like we we weren't really able to get. DeAndre Swift going, and that really killed us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, no really explosive I, I, plays for the most part. I'm hoping this is a wake-up call, maybe maybe even like just simplify the offense, and we just have a fucking beautiful little offensive shootout on Sunday night, um, and hopefully a win for us. I, I uh, it, it's, it's hard to think. Like, what? I don't want it to be a loss at the link and the Kelly Green. Like, it's got to be a win. Like, you cannot lose this game. <laughs> you absolutely can't lose this game. Because I not be the Kelly Greens at home. So much more upset. Like, especially depending on the way we lose, will make it that much more worse. Like, uh, just win this game. Make it a wake up call. Jalen Hurts is going to ball out. Everyone's going to get the ball. We signed Julio Jones today. Uh, he probably won't be out there that much this week, if right. at all. But hell well, he'll yeah. be. Will he be number three? Yeah, I mean, our number three's been uh, Zacchaeus and yeah. Watkins, and Quez hasn't been that great, and Zacchaeus dropped a couple balls this week, too. Like, our threes have dropped some crucial balls. Well, that's so, why. There you go. Julio. I mean, and Julio said, he's like, no, I'm here to compete, which, like, Good. I, I hell put put a, light a fire under AJ and Devonte's ass too. Like he's yeah. not going to compete for a number one or two. But hey, I have admittedly been listening to Travis and Jason Kelsey's podcast, it's and they, it comes out weekly every Wednesday. And they were today they were like, yeah, like having that championship aura around you from Julio or that like aura of greatness will yeah. elevate the play of other guys. I think it absolutely will. I think, like, they can both learn from him because they're both younger than him. So I think AJ and Devonta can learn some things from him, just mm-hmm. some of that veteran experience. There were some some upsets, a lot of defense this week. Um, Dude, a lot of uh, defense in that 49ers-Browns game, another upset. You want to talk about defense. Uh, the under was, like, 12-2-1 this week. Ooh, 12-2-1. Jesus. Like, the under overall – is hitting at like a 61% clip, just like cash in left and right, which is crazy. But Yeah, it's it's not bad per se, but I mean, I, I do like watching this style of football yeah. for the most part, but it's, I mean, come on. Sometimes we need a little bit of offensive you need, you need bit spark. Of but yeah, the that Bills, uh, not Bills, the Browns, Niners. Browns have a, I mean, that defense is for real. I, it, I thought I didn't think they were kind of fake, but I was like, it'll be really interesting to see what they do against San Francisco and you know what they do. And 
with no, fucking P.J. Walker at quarterback. Yeah, and that's the thing. People <laughs> like, are like, oh, well, the Niners The Niners had injuries. They they lost Debo and they lost McCaffrey. And it's like, yeah, but in that system, losing Debo and McCaffrey shouldn't really matter against a team that is starting P.J. Walker. You should win that game. Like, you really should. Who had 192 yards and two interceptions. <laughs> like, they defense just dominated that game. Yep. Four field goals from the Browns. They're and a so touchdown. good. Their defense is so good. Miles Garrett is on another level. Uh, that that I think um, ah, I won't get into that because that's a whole big thing. But like their their defensive coordinator, like all time against Kyle Shanahan, like doesn't he doesn't he never scores more than twenty points or something like that, and he's undefeated. I saw that today. Yeah. Holy shit! What a what a performance from from the Browns. <laughs> Incredible. Let's see what happens when Deshaun gets back. I mean, they're definitely a playoff team just with their defense alone. It's just a matter of will Deshaun turn back the clock? Like, will he ever be will he ever be the Deshaun we knew in Houston again? I think not. But if he can be, damn, that's a scary team because they got Kareem Hunt back and he's just right back into it too he had a touchdown that day i picked up kareem hunt in the league <laughs> i need to figure something out i'm one in five i will do anything <laughs> i'm just casually cruising along six and oh baby fucking six and oh right at the top you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> victory rip um the bears are still the bears they lost to the vikings 19 to 13 to and Tyler Badgett will be starting this week's game for them. He picked. He, oh yes, he ended up having to play that game, and that was just, I guess, like a D two legend looks... just had broke all the records in D two. <laughs> he played in a PSAC. He played against IUP. What? Yeah, the Shepherd. Dude, he looks so small. PSAC. The West Virginia team is part of PSAC, which is crazy. But yeah, he's probably. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Broke. He broke like all the records. He has like five thousand yards in a season, like shit, like that. Shit. Yeah, he was uh, not looking good at all, and I have the Raiders' defense against him next week. So, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> Max Crosby's gonna eat. Uh, the 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 uh, Bears man, they just. I don't even know what to say because Justin Fields did was even playing kind of good for a little bit there, and like just the whole organization as a whole is just disaster. Like they, someone's someone's got to do something to get shit changed. Oh well, they have the top two picks right now, but they better start winning. The Panthers better start winning so we can move up from fucking six. <laughs> <laughs> because dude, know, we have the fucking. Bad. We have the Bills and then the Dolphins right after that. So like, I, yeah, we're but like you guys, like, but like you guys should, you guys should crush a Panthers team. Like you guys should crush the Panthers. But like the Panthers are really bad. No, because that would be an Adam Thielen revenge game against Bill Belichick, and he would have like two hundred yards, three touchdowns. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're 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 that low. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, we're that <laughs> oh, low. Wow. <laughs> That wow, low. we're going we're going Adam Thielen revenge game against Bill <laughs> Belichick on the fucking Carolina Panthers. Whoa, what a fall from grace we have over here. Yeah, 
we're just fucking picking straws here. (laughs) We are. We are spiraling. Yeah. And the Panthers even lost 42 to 21 to the Dolphins this week. (laughs) The the Dolphins were down 14 nothing and covered a 15 and a half point spread. (laughs) Like, what? I'm scared. Like, I'm 100% scared of that offense that weekend. I think our front seven, if Jalen Carter's back and kind of put some pressure, but they're just... I listened to someone talk about Mike McDaniel's defense or offense today, too, and I'm like, oh, God, he just does so many things that make it so hard to defend when you're, like, learning about it. It's like, good Lord. All his motions. There's a motion every play. Dude, I'm happy for Raheem Mostert. He's been holding up and he's been fucking killing it. Like I, he, this is what he should have been doing in San Francisco. But I, I'm so happy he's staying healthy. Mike McDaniel's like a cool running back guru. Mm-hmm. And he must be a Tyreek Hill guru too, because he's still balling out. Six receptions, 163 yards, and a touchdown. If they- Six keep playing this way i mean they they should break records like he should he should get over 2000 yards it sucks they already lost and you know it what? really it really sucks they lost to the bills no you don't want you do not want you want the dolphins to possibly be the undefeated team again dude if any team's going to do it it may as well be the dolphins again no nah, cuz i don't want that like, honor to be on that. any single other team i don't care anymore no i i don't care <laughs> oh i don't God. care at all <laughs> but and like it's funny because like even if Tyreek Hill gets if if Tua stays healthy that's there's definitely an easy path for Tyreek to get two thousand yards and even if he doesn't like or even if he does he's probably still not the MVP because there's a possibility Tua has like fifty five hundred or, or like breaks breaks the passing record so like you just give it to him at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's another good, team. Man. <laughs> He's so good. Tua is really good. I didn't want to believe it, but I... Oh, this is what I wanted to say. The announcer in the Washington game was like, oh, watching lefties throw the ball is so fluid and so smooth. Dude, it looked like... The announcer literally said that, and I was like, what do you mean? It looks like the ball is going to go nowhere where he's aiming. It looks awful. Him, no one says that. Tua, Tua and Penix, it looked like, look like they're not going to hit their target at all. <laughs> you ever but see they the video do? of when they flip uh, Tua to say that he's right-handed? I think we actually to, talked about it on here. Yeah, yeah, to Dan Marino. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> Just the Dan Marino comparison stretch. <laughs> the Dolphins will do anything <laughs> for yeah. former glory. But... Uh, Another team that put a beat down on another uh, another team here. Inferior opponent. <laughs> another team that beat another team. <laughs> the Jaguars beat the Colts 37-20. to 20. This is what the Jaguars should be doing. Trevor Lawrence is hurt, though. Yeah. Well, hold up. He might play it this week, but says, I don't think they're sure yet. What the Trevor Lawrence walked through the locker room into the post-game podium without a limp or anything on his injured left knee. Okay, That was right after the game. So I guess we'll see. I mean, the Colts are... They're, they're not... They're, who cares about the Colts without Anthony Richardson now? He's out for the whole year. 
sucks. It was fun to at least watch him play. Um, but yeah, the Jags should be doing this. They they are a good team. Get get Travis Etienne rolling. Is he? I bet he you're glad be... you didn't trade him to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I thought about it. And I was like, no, 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 I can't do this. But he, he could be up there for discussion as one of the best running backs in the league today. I think you could put him up there because he's still one of the few that's like the sole running back. Like Tank Big Tank Bigsby gets some handoffs, but Etienne is the feature running back. And he's, I mean, he he he's damn good. Him and him and Kenneth Walker are really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, I think I mean, if Bijan keeps doing what he's doing and Algier keeps sucking, Bijan's gonna be up there too. Yeah, the, the Falcons are they're an interesting team. They are. They are. I, I don't know what to think team, of them, aren't they? They, yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like last year. They were so intriguing, and then they just started losing. And now it's like the same thing this year. They're three and three again after being what? Like th- this team, Two, three now, and one. Like if you start Taylor Heineke, there's this possibility this team only has like one or two losses. Like like he's he's viable to do some fuck shit that might be like oh this ends bad but he's viable to do some fuck shit like he did against the eagles and he wins you a couple of those games that desmond ritter didn't maybe but it also i think it also makes the defense offense, is good well i think it makes the offense more predictable you, you can do a lot of stuff with ritter and you i can do I, so much with taylor heineke because he's just i like, know but i i also don't think they would have won those games that they won with ritter with heineke so it's i don't know i think they so would, he still might be anymore. three and three <laughs> I mean, he had never won. A, he had never lost a home game since high school until that game, and he looked really bad. And he's looked well, really bad a couple of times. Yes, three interceptions. He only had yeah. three hundred seven yards because they were trying to come back. It was bad. So. It was very bad. Yeah, I mean, he's more of a when he doesn't have to throw the ball all the time. He's a lot better. Like there are some legit but, teams out there that they're li- literally missing a quarterback. And I think, and Kirk already said he's not going to do it, but there might be somewhere out there. It probably won't happen, but like a, a an all-star quarterback traded to one of these teams that like, if they just get him, someone like a Kirk Cousins, like a Kirk Cousins on the Falcons. Man, imagine Kyle Pitts and Drake London and that fucking uh, and Bijan Robinson. Oh like, Jesus, dude! Drake like London would turn into Falcons, Justin Jefferson. Suddenly, the Falcons are. A scary team. And they could, like, a contender. Like, a possible contender. Man. I, did ju- I mean, just like the Jets, though, where would you get a quarterback? Uh, I mean. I don't think it's going to happen. But, like, this is the – if there was a year, I think there's a couple teams out there that are, like, just that little bit away that if they made that trade, there's still enough time within the next couple weeks where it's like, you could turn this into a run. And what a story. Like, you have that story behind you. Like, Oh, it's not doing so well over here. Traded over here and went on this run. Like you have that. Yeah, that's just my tinfoil theory for the day, I guess. <laughs> tinfoil theory. All right. Um, moving on to the four o'clock slot games. We already talked about the Jets and the Eagles, so that's out yeah. of the way. Uh, Rams and Cardinals. Rams blown away. They get Kyler Murray back. The Cardinals do. 
probably not this week, but the week after. I almost like them better with Josh Dobbs. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what Kurt Murray looks like, but I've I've actually heard some uh, some people are like, well, why wouldn't you try to trade Kyler Murray? Yeah, Kyler Murray to the Falcons. <laughs> that even that is kind of like, ooh, like you have that dual threat with Kyler Murray because that can... might be really cool to have him and Bijan on the same offense. That might oh, just be fun. Wait. Oh, yeah, that wait. would be like fun. that. Actually, sounds kind of awesome. Holy shit. Fun. And the Falcons definitely have the cap space to do it. Oh yeah. But how long can they keep London Pitts and Bijan? Then is your big question. Depends on how they perform. And if you, yeah. I mean, if they get a good quarterback around them, then you'll pay them more. But well, how many years are left on Kyler's contract? Two. I have no idea. Si- I, I'm pretty I sure he signed the... a five-year deal, like not last year, but the year before. Le- I think he signed something last year. Because I think he was going to hold out last year or something. And then they had a bad year and him and Cliff. Like, I think that was all last year. It might be, yeah, three, three or four years left on the deal. I mean, that's not terrible. I forgot he existed until you mentioned his name. <laughs> yeah, I, I just picked him up today just in case. Uh, I was excited about him when he came out. And then I just feel like he's such a sourpuss half the time that I'm like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> prove me that prove me prove me that you're not and you can play some ball and then maybe i'll pay attention to you again because that's just what the cardinals have been they're just mad the uniforms are the most mad thing i've ever seen in my entire life they always have been i don't know yeah. in the history of the cardinals uniforms i've ever seen one i'm like damn that's sexy like they need to do some oregon duck type shit and get some feathers on there or something because they are plain <laughs> and just so horrible well, i don't I know why like... i just went in on the cardinals there <laughs> That was yeah, that was kind of odd. I did like the uh, like the black Cardinals jerseys, but okay, it was always yes. weird that they wore the white helmet like in the Larry Fitzgerald era. Yeah, like Blacks I just think of good. that. Anytime yeah, but it needed a black helmet do. though. Yeah, yes, those ones, and they did do it last year. I think those are good. Otherwise, meh. Same with the Falcons now. The Falcons ones are ATL. It's like just it's so yeah. logos nowadays are just. They make them so just like they're so high schooly, bang. like arena footballish. They're just like yeah. plain, like they're they're so obviously a create your own team logo in Madden or like exactly. It's, it's like a, a it's a Block default letters. font. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> give me something but fun. You know what? Let, let's move on from yeah, two sorry. teams that don't don't matter, <laughs> no, and let's yeah, move on to, in my opinion, the best team in the league right now, the Lions. Oh, best team. You know what? They kind of are. But as of right now, the way they're playing, yeah. Their defense is humming. Their offense, I mean, the offense is Jamison Williams. is. I thought he was going to be gone for much longer, and now all of a sudden he's catching these incredible touchdown passes. Yep. Good for him. Cool. I think, didn't we just recently talk about him maybe getting traded for something for the Lions? Well, no, last he week because that. you uh, you wanted him in fantasy. That's why we talked oh, about him last week. Oh, oh. that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what a what a shame that the Lions had to come in and spoil the the Buccaneers cream sickles. Like how you're worried the Dolphins will come in and ruin the Eagles Kelsey Greens. <laughs> well, the thing is, the, Kel- the Kelly Greens are like they the they, they were they were good when yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if people start calling them Kelsey Greens. Kelsey Greens. Uh, but like the Eagles have a good history with the Kelly Greens, like they. 
played well. They had good teams. The Buccaneers, the Creamsicles, were like the worst of the worst teams. And anytime they brought say, them yeah, back, that... they are awful. <laughs> that like, signifies when like people were in the stands in the seventies, just I don't know, doing whatever they probably just doing, doing acid, snorting coke. Like <laughs> yeah, they weren't watching the game. They were just finding Here's... open air to do drugs. Here's nickel beer night. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're always bad with them. I think historically, whenever they've brought them back, they play, they get like killed. That sucks. That sucks so much. It's one of the best alternates, I think. I know. It looks so cool. They looked, they looked awesome on TV. Like they really popped. Oh yeah. Absolutely. They really popped. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the giants really fucking popped. <laughs> Blew a damn tire. <laughs> Dude, they were so close to winning that game. I bet on them to win that game. I I saw oh. so many people betting on the Bills, and I was like, the Bills came back from a, a stinker in London. They came all the way back from London. They did the London trip wrong. Like, there's no way they're going to be completely right. I thought that they would still win the game, but I put the flyer out there on the Giants, especially after the Eagles lost, too. And they had a fucking chance to win it. And they had two, like, time. They just fucked up timing. And, and I was like half asleep at the end, like waking up, like watching the end. They did. All right. So that, that's, that was my big gripe from this whole week about the time management, uh, clock management thing. But yeah. the Giants are the fourth team since 1950 to go their first six games of a season without an offensive TV, TD in the opening half. Oh, my. The God. others. They don't have an offensive touchdown? In the first half. Oh, in the first half. Okay. Oh, that's... the speaking of bad, the only other four, the three other teams to do it are the '76 Buccaneers, the '98 Buccaneers, and the '98 Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good fact. But also, the Bill streak of sixty straight halves without a with a point was snapped. So they went. Really? The Bills went sixty straight halves with a point. Oh, halves just in total, not the fir- first and second half. Wow, that was their longest streak in franchise history. That's crazy. Yeah, it was I'm six sorry. to nothing at halftime. I don't know what the Giants do at this point. It's like, I mean, they were missing people too. Like they were missing offensive linemen, but they they were so promising last year. And I know they had some. And I said they had fluke wins, but like I thought. I didn't think they were going to suck this bad. I thought there was going to be regression, but this is... Oof. Dude, I mean, they're, they're picking up people right off the couch. <laughs> yeah, straight off the couch, baby. Justin Poog, that was hilarious. <laughs> straight off the couch. I saw that, and I was like, oh, I really didn't fucking know what I was betting on right now. Like, I knew Tyrod Ta- Taylor was playing. And I was like, I didn't know I was betting on some guy who, like, is coming out of retirement. Yeah. And then it ended up working out. It it has it has, but fuck, dude, the Bills somehow won. I don't know how they won, but they they did it. They continue to be weird. And I think the Giants almost won. Yeah, they had a chance Some, to win at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, something happened and they they didn't convert or something like they, at the, they, yeah, like inside the ten yard line or something. Something like that. It was a fourth down that they didn't at that like point. Convert. You know, at that point, yeah. I didn't really care. Yep, I was. But uh, that was a a bad Sunday night game. <laughs> uh, last really game of the bad. week, 
Monday night game, Cowboys Chargers. Dude, it's, the Cowboys need something. I, I did even even Philip Rivers did just, like like we've said before. Have him come out with his ten kids and just fill the field. Yeah, have his religious beliefs just take over and let God take the <laughs> wheel. But uh, speaking of speaking of prey action, the Chargers fan went nuts. Dude, this fan, I I I was just like, well, this is interesting, and I really didn't think it was going to be a big thing, and I don't know why I didn't. Because then when I opened Twitter the next day, I was like, oh, of course she's all over my Twitter right now. And I just don't care about her. I just don't care. She, I don't know. Maybe she was hamming it up. Maybe she wasn't. But it was quite, it was very interesting to watch in the moment. I expected her. I. She came on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. And they asked her if she was a plant. And I was really expecting her to say, what's up, friend? Yeah. And, oh, and she just like, you missed the, you missed the first one. It was really clever. I'm not going to say it again, but when you when you go back and watch it, you'll be like, "Oh my god!" Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm no, I'm even more convinced that she's an actress. Oh really? I mean, I they, saw some. They so they found her. They yeah. found her like that. All right, Vikings fan. She comes on the next day to the Pat McAfee show. She doesn't have a job. She's not doing anything. Guess who's not doing anything? Actors and actresses. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I get yeah. Fair point. Except for the strike did end because SNL is back. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was. That was hilarious to see her going crazy and then just see her so, so dejected at the end when they lost. Yeah. Those Chargers are just weird, man. Like, I don't know. Quentin Johnston is bad. Quentin Johnston is very bad. They're just all, like, even hurt. You can't even defend Herbert in that game. He's the one that got bullied. Yeah, he's the one that got bullied by Gilmore at the end, and Gilmore like just fucking yeah picked it off, pushed like hip checked him, and fucking yep was like give me that ball. <laughs> they, uh, they gotta they gotta fire Brandon Staley. That's what's gotta happen. He's gotta go. That's that's <laughs> it. That's that's seriously it. And I uh I think it was Max Kellerman was like Dax missing Kellen Moore, and I'm like yeah. And Kellen Moore is missing being on the Cowboys, I bet, because being on the Chargers must be so fucking frustrating. Maybe even yeah. more than the Cowboys. Like, it's like being on the Chargers, there's like no expectations, a lot less stress. But, like, yeah. you should still. There but should the, be no like, reason why they shouldn't be 4 and 2 right now. No, there's really not. They should be. They, there's a lot of games that they've left out on the table that's. Probably gonna burn them when it comes. Or, to, and if they don't, if they do not make the playoffs, if they do not make the playoffs, Brandon Staley should absolutely be gone. Like, I, if he's not, that's crazy. Yep, yep. He's he's definitely on the hot seat. There's zero reason they should be this bad. Yeah, zero reason other than coaching. I, mm-hmm. you really can't pinpoint something. It's and I mean, good. it's the same way. It's the same way with the Patriots. Like, there is no reason they should be 
this bad, it has to be coaching. But also, when your coach is your GM, <laughs> that that makes it a whole systematic issue. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole that's that's just top to bottom thing. The big thing that was grinding my gears this week, and it's been going on all season. What the fuck is up with teams mismanaging the clock so bad at the end of the first half? I, I don't the, know. the rules haven't changed within the last two minutes, but I have seen teams flub it. I've never, I've never seen this level of flubbery in my life. From Ugh. it seems to happen in every other game that I fucking watch, and it's, it's just bad foot. It's just bad football. I think the analytics thing of like going for it and stuff that's coming to play now has a couple coaches overthinking things. That, and like us I, on the I, couch are thinking things are so simple to just make a decision or like do the different way that, but like even just calling right. timeouts, I feel like people are like late on calling timeouts or like not calling timeouts when they really should be shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like and exactly I guess, what you're saying. I guess coaches have more people in their ear than ever before. Yeah. Like kind of, you know, it's that little fucking voice in your head saying, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. And it goes against everything you want to say, but you have like, you know, seven people up in the booth saying, go for it when you just want to kick a field goal. Yeah. It's your sometimes, ass on the line. Yeah. Some of these coaches need to remember that sometimes getting points is still good. You want to get the touchdown, right. going for it and being aggressive is good, but sometimes taking the points is is all you can do. I mean, there's some, but there's some times when people do it and it's like, all right, this is definitely not the time to like kick a field goal yeah maryland last week fucking uh oregon this week the giants this week i'm sure there are more games where it's the steelers the other week with the at the end of the game it's just i i don't under i really don't understand why it's so sloppy i mean the defenses are just i think defenses are just better than ever like i feel like so many defenders complain so much that they're making it so much harder for them to play but like games and points are at like an all-time low right now and the games are Mm -hmm. so much more defensive than they ever have been like we're not getting shootouts really like the shootouts are 23 to 20 games like that's a shootout right now like it's they the the totals are the lowest they've ever been not ever but like some of the lowest they've ever been like it's crazy and at some point, offense has got to catch up again. I don't know. Maybe it's whatever they're doing in well, uh, Miami to unlock it. But something's got to break where the offense catches up again and we got some more offense going. They they did mention that on New Heights today. And immediately I thought, well, holy shit. Well, if, do- if defenses are dominating, well, then they may as well just turn this league into flag football to get ready for the Olympics. Absolutely. <laughs> Tyreek Hill already said he's in. Gronk said he's going to come back out of retirement. Uh, Gronk, Gronk, it'll be. Gronk, that's still like five years from now, man. You, as much as I'd be, I don't know if your skills exactly correlate to flag football well. It's a little bit more yeah, about elusiveness, like, you, not, you can't not, really... not being able to take him down. Yeah, exactly. You can't really run people. 
I'm not even sure if you can run people over in flag no, football. You're not allowed, I'm sure you're you not can't do that. <laughs> you can stiff like, arm them, but Gronk wasn't really known for stiff arms necessarily. Yeah, you're you're not going to be able to just muscle people up in flag football. Let's let's just get yeah, let's no. just put the Miami <laughs> Dolphins out there. Like literally, that's what we should do. We should just put the Miami Dolphins out there. It would suck to see Marshawn Lynch and Gronk on the 2028 roster. <laughs> it's like, what, what are we that, doing here? <laughs> if we don't win gold in that, everyone on that team should be exiled and committed for treason. If we don't win gold, I don't care what fucking form of Go. football it is. We better fucking win. <laughs> Go play rugby. Go play Australian rules football. Go do something else. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not Learn. in America. You're not even allowed to, allowed to mention the NFL ever again. Like, you're gone. Done. Especially if there are former NFL players or current NFL players on that team. I do right. not think NFL teams are going to let current players on it. But I'm sure former players... Like, imagine, imagine if we had, like... Say Kyler Murray's out of the league. But, like, imagine if Kyler Murray's like, yeah, I'll pick this up. Kyler Murray would be the most electric flag football player ever. Dude, give me 50-year-old Brady. Are you kidding me? True. Uh, he could be quite surgical. Are you kidding me? That would be <laughs> him just. But what if the defenses in flag football are too simple that he's like, there's got to be something else in here. And his brain Dude, overthinks ha- it. Have him as the backup quarterback just to get a gold medal on his uh, fucking resume. That would oh, be incredible. God. Yeah. <laughs> Best QB of, of all time. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to end this in a blow fest for Brady. Let's end the podcast. <laughs> Let's munch. Go ahead, munch on that Brady yep. wiener. Yep. Ian. yep, yep, yep. We need it back. <laughs> but yeah, I, that was that was all that I had to say, RJ. Other than Cyberpunk 2077 is now good. That's my only thing that I had to say. So, I'm going to play that. I'm going to eat some dinner, and then I'm going to play that. <laughs> I'm going to... I don't know. I guess I don't know what I'm going to do. Hopefully, not have the fire alarm go off. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, I have to not flee to your car. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, RJ. Everyone, right. thank you so much for listening. We're almost at 1,000 plays total. Oh. Or 1,000 downloads. I'm sure it's more than a thousand plays, but a thousand downloads. Hell yeah. Let's do it. On RSS. So thank you everyone so much for listening. Make sure you like, leave a comment, subscribe, everything. Follow us on Instagram. I think that's it. That's it. Alrighty, Deuces. RJ. We'll leave you guys with this. Munch, 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 mun